everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today it's story time again. Now I've mentioned before I own a flooring business, but over the years I've done different business ventures. Some good, some extremely bad, and it's all due to not having enough experience. So remember I mentioned I used to travel around doing flooring in speedways, furniture stores, and hotels. Well, this particular story starts on a hotel job. At this time, I wasn't working much out of state, so for the most part, I was close to home. Well, I got asked to come out and help on a hotel job from another friendly flooring installer. I came out, looked over the job, and we agreed on a price per room. He was making $200 a room, and I charged him $100 a room. So that way, we both were happy. He was making money off of me, and I was making money off of him. Well, we figured out a date. He wanted us to come out and get started. I brought my crew, myself, and two other workers out. He had himself and one other guy. Now, this guy is in his 60s, so you can't expect him to be setting the world on fire when it comes to speed. But we got started working. I got my two guys going in front of me, installing tack strip and laying down carpet padding. I left and went to the flooring store the carpet was being stored at. I unrolled the carpet, measured it out, made all of my cuts. Now the main agreement was me and my guys to come in and do 10 rooms out of the 30 rooms on each floor. But I rolled my cuts of carpet up and put them in my trailer. All of the rooms were drop rooms, so that means it's just one solid piece of carpet, no seams. Well, I got back to the hotel. By this time, my guys have all 10 of our rooms tack stripped and padded and ready for carpet to be brought in. So me and my guys go out and start unloading my trailer and bringing in our rolls of carpet. So now we have all 10 of our rooms tack stripped, padded, carpet laying out and ready to be installed. Well, at this point, the other guy and his crew took a different approach. They were doing one room at a time. So we have 10 rooms ready to be installed, and they are still working on their first room just now installing the carpet. Well, me and my guys continue on, myself and my guys begin to get on the floor and install our 10 rooms. Took us roughly three hours, but now we have our 10 rooms completed and have one guy going back through the rooms, picking up trash and installing carpet base as he goes. At this point, we are pretty much done for the day, and again, we have all 10 rooms done. The other crew is now working on finishing up their third room. Now, I'm not telling you this to sound like I'm shitting on the other flooring crew, because I'm most definitely not. It's just a big part of the story I'm leading up to. Well, the other flooring guy had gotten this hotel job from a general contractor, but it was just too much for him and one helper. So after the general contractor seen the way me and my guys blew through our rooms, they no longer wanted to work with the other guy. So they offer it to me. I tell them no at first because I've had a long relationship with the other guy and didn't want to backdoor him like that. But I guess either way, the general contractor was going to fire him. So a few days later, I get a call from the contractor asking me again if I would be interested in doing the rest of the hotel. That he had fired the other flooring guy because he wasn't getting enough done and holding up other trades behind him. Well, at this point, it's fair game. So I accept the job. We continue on and keep knocking stuff out, but the other trades that were being held up from the last flooring guy quit and won't come back. So now I'm being asked to help finish remodeling. While I'm always money hungry, 
So I accepted that offer as well. At this point, I'm now doing flooring, carpet, and ceramic tile, painting, drywall, setting toilets, hanging bathroom mirrors, as well as setting the furniture up in the rooms. By this time, I've invested months into this hotel, and I've started making a relationship with the two general contractors. Well, while we were working one day, me and one of the contractors were bullshitting around about the possibility of me and him going into business together. We would kind of laugh and stop talking about it, but it kept being brought up here and there. The next thing I know, we are talking about a name and what services we were going to offer. But again, most of the time, we would just talk about it, laugh it off, and forget about it. But the general contractor's work was starting to get a little slow. So now me and him really begin to start talking about going into business together. Next thing I know, we have a name, I'm promoting the hell out of the business, and starting to book jobs. We were doing total rehabs, bathroom remodels, kitchen remodels, roofing, siding, flooring, fencing, installing decks, as well as doing demolition. Now at this time, a huge tornado hits our area. Well, you know what that means. Our business just went crazy. We had four to five roofing jobs going a week, as well as two to three decks a week, and sometimes a few fencing jobs. We had to hire a full-time roofing crew as well as four other hourly workers just to stay on top of the work we had going. Things were going absolutely great. We were making damn good money. From two guys just shooting the shit about starting something to now it's a reality and we were making loads of money. But, there's always a but, my new partner is now becoming greedy. He wants more and more money. And the only ways to do that is bring in more work which we are already completely covered in, or screw me. Which one do you think he did? We had so much work going that sometimes I wouldn't see my partner for weeks, and he was supposed to be depositing pay from the jobs into our bank account. Again, we had so much work going and money going through our account, I couldn't tell if he was depositing the money or not. I figured something was going on because if I called him, he either wouldn't tell me what job he was on or where he was at. But again, I'm co-business owner. I know what jobs we have booked. I just have to actually go and look through our schedule. Well, we were doing two good-sized decks at the same time. I was on one with a helper, and he was on the other one with a helper. Both decks were big-paying jobs. One I was on paid roughly $13,000, and the one that he was on paid right around $12,000. I finish my deck. I give him his half. He said he wasn't finished with his deck yet, and we had other work going on, so I couldn't go out and look at his job. I had to keep other things rolling. Well, now a week goes by, and I'm still giving him his half of everything I've been doing. But I find out his deck job has been done. Well, where the fuck is my money? So I call and question him about it. He denies every bit and says the job still isn't done. So the next morning, I get up and go straight to the job and talk with the homeowners. The job has been done for two weeks, and he was paid in full. Again, where the fuck is my money? I question him again and tell him I've already been out to the job and talked with the homeowners. He can't lie anymore. I wanted to know what was going on. He tells me, because I was on other jobs and busy and couldn't make it to his job to help, he didn't feel like he should have to pay me, since I didn't do any work on his job. Well, last time I checked, we were business partners, 50-50. Whether I'm on a job or not, I get 50% of that job. 
We stopped talking, and I noticed he's posting on all of our websites and social media that due to certain circumstances, he had to fire me, and the business was now in 100% his possession and would be continuing to work, just giving people a heads up if they noticed some sort of change in the business. Well, I owned the website, I owned the logo design, I owned the social media pages, the business insurance was in my name, so I shut it all down or just made it to where he had no access to anything anymore. He calls and makes lots of different threats, so I call my lawyer to see what ground I have I can stand on. Since there was no contract, it was all a verbal agreement. I'm pretty much up shit's creek without a paddle and nothing I can do. It's his word against mine. So I started digging through all of our old records and bank statements. It turns out he screwed me out of more than $15,000 in money. This is why it is so crucial for you to understand, no matter what you do, make sure you always have a contract and both parties sign it. Learn from my mistakes. That's why I am even doing a podcast, because I am so tired of seeing new and -and up-and-coming entrepreneurs and business owners get screwed over, all because they didn't have a contract which left them with no ground to stand on in a court of law. Anytime you feel uncomfortable about a situation, contact a lawyer, ask questions. Lots of lawyers have free consultation. Or reach out to me. I am more than happy to assist any way I can. I'm not here like everyone else trying to sell you something in the long run. If I never make a dollar from any of this, I'm completely fine with that. I'm someone that actually wants to see other people do good for themselves. And there really is no joy like being your own boss. And I want to see everyone succeed in doing that. I think that will wrap it up for today. Again, if anyone has questions or want me to dig deeper in a certain topic, please feel free to reach out to me. Next week, we will jump back into the steps of starting your business. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you on the next one.